I'm going to say that one more time. This is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on into perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Everybody say dead works. And faith toward God. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity to deliver your, your word. I pray, God, that you speak to us right now. Lord, let your will be done in earth as it's already done in heaven, God. Let there be revelation. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name you could be seated. Thank you for standing out of the respect of the word of God. We have a few announcements. We've got a rally in Albion April 2nd. Everybody, if you have your your phones can you put in there april 2nd we're leaving here i'm gonna say around what three o'clock three be there by four five or fast times so they'll be there by six so if we leave by three i think that'd be perfect everybody put that in your calendars april 2nd we're leaving at three o'clock it's a great time to fellowship meet new people Worship with new people. Uh, eat. We're going to eat. They're going to have a lock-in for the kids after. They're playing basketball, football, all kinds of different things. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 6. Before we read the rest of that chapter verse, you have to read from, cha uh, from chapter 5 verse 12. To understand what chapter 6 means, you have to understand what chapter 5 means. In order to get to chapter 5, you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit in, in order to even be born. In order to get to chapter 5, verse 12. Okay, we want to go on into perfection. We want to get stronger in the Lord. How about you? You want to get strong in the Lord? You want to have more knowledge next year? But tomorrow you want to have more knowledge about the word of God do you want to understand more about God tomorrow than you do today do you want to have a better insight about the word of God do you want to have a better insight about the things of God do you want to have a wider aspect of, of wisdom from the word of God and the next few questions is do you want the gifts of the spirit to flow into your life do you want the gift of wisdom and the, the word of knowledge and the gift of miracles to happen in your life. Do you, are, are you searching for it? In order to have the gifts of the Spirit, you must be born again of the Spirit. Everything hinges on the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is what brings us from carnality to the Spirit. They that walk in the Spirit, those are the sons of God. It's very vital and everything hinges on being born again. Salvation plan, it hinges on being born again. Before you get John 3 and 16, you get John 3 and 3. Amen. You must be born again of water and of the Spirit. What does it mean to be born again? Does it mean do I jump, jump into mom's belly and be reborn? No. Nicodemus asked that silly question. And Jesus was wondering, why are you asking me these type of questions? Like you don't understand. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. You already had your natural birth and you don't need to jump in mom's belly and be born again. But you need to be born again of the water, meaning water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost like they did in the book of Acts. They spoke with tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. And when you get the Holy Ghost, I'm talking the real Holy Ghost, you're going to have fruits. You're going to have temperance. You're going to have meekness. When I go like this, I think of myself as a tree. 
I'm a walking tree. And I'm going to have these fruits, gentleness. I used Before I used to be wanting to fight. Now I don't want to fight anymore. Before I used to want to, want to cuss. I don't want to cuss anymore. Before I used to want to, want to waste my money and be a drunkard. Now I don't want to be a drunkard anymore. Okay? The fruits of the Spirit start blossoming. And when those fruits of the Spirit start moving, the question is, why in the world have I made my decision to serve Jesus and I'm still getting waves of stupid hitting? I made up my mind I'm going to serve Jesus and all of a sudden I still have court cases. I still have problems. Everything's still hitting. Can I, can I encourage you? Don't be ignorant. God is not mocked. Whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And you've been sowing a lot of bad seed and you've been causing a lot of headache and heartache and you haven't been thinking about the things of God and you've been sowing bad seed and, and, you're, and now you're reaping bad fruit and it just it's like a never-ending problem. But eventually, you stop sowing the bad seed. Bad fruit's going to stop coming your way. If you stop sowing bad gossip, bad things aren't going to go your way. If you stop sowing to your flesh, bad things are going to stop go- coming. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like stagnant water. Eventually, I, I say this when people's coming into the drug and alcohol classes, or people starting to serve Jesus, or people wanting to do what's right. It's like a tsunami. It's like the waves just keep getting bigger and worse, and pretty soon you're getting five years, and now you're getting 20 years. Now you're going to get life, and things just go downhill. And, and the Lord's going, I'm trying to reach for you. I'm trying to reach out to you. My grace is sufficient, and I've been bringing this preacher in your life and this preacher in your life, and somehow this crazy apostolic preacher here in Hammond, Indiana, Worship Tabernacle is, is preaching and, and, and all of a sudden the Lord set you up for this time for your salvation. Amen. And you've got all these waves and it keeps getting bigger. And you're like, good grief, when is this going to stop? And good grief, I can't handle this too much. And I can't. And all of a sudden people at this point, when it gets too bad, they go, to, they go and they, they, they lose a big problem for a worse problem called hell. Because they, they say, I'm going to get, get away from this bill and this problem and this jail sentence, and they go to hell and there's no chance of survival. Right. There's no chance of freedom. There's no chance of deliverance when you go to this dark place called hell. Suicide is not an option. Turning neighbors say, suicide is not an option. If you choose suicide, you choose a one-way trip. You, when you, can, I say, can I be bold or you want me to tiptoe through the tulips? Your first, your first ounce in, in hell, your first minute in hell is going to be, you're going to look at that Nibsco bill and say, God, please give me the Nibsco bill. But it's $1,000. Give me the $1,000. There's hope if I've got breath. There's hope if I can deal with it. There's hope I can make a budget. There's hope I don't need electric to get to heaven. Amen. I'm, I'm, I did something really bad and now I'm looking at 25 years in jail and what am I going to do? Well, I'm here to tell you your moments in jail is going to be a whole lot better than your first minute in hell. Right. Your 25 years in jail is going to be, there's no comparison what it's going to be like in hell. Right. Hallelujah. So you got all these different waves and so all of a sudden you're like, you're getting hit. Oh, I'm going to sow good seed and I'm going to buy that person a dollar cheeseburger and I'm going to go to church whenever the doors are open and I'm going to go and pray for this individual and I'm going to have an hour of prayer every day and all of a sudden, boom, bad stuff hits you. And then you, you're, I'm just, you might endure for a night. 
But joy is going to come in the morning. Somewhere down the line, these big waves, these tsunamis of, of life that's going to hit you, these tsunamis of bad things that are hitting you, is going to go down and all of a sudden, it's not as bad anymore as it used to be. I'm still going to sow this good seed. I'm still going to pray over so-and-so. Rape that elder's leaves. I'm still going to sow good seed. I'm telling you, if you stop the gossip, you stop the hatred, you stop all the works of the flesh, you're going to reap good things. So you're sowing, and all of a sudden, these little waves are like, man, it's sitting in my ankles now. This is bearable. You know what's going to happen? The waters are going to calm, but guess what's on the horizon? Here comes all this good fruit. It's on its way. you got tsunamis of blessings coming your way if you choose to sow good seed. You've got a tsunami of blessings. Well, I wish I could just touch, put my life in a microwave, but I instantly get the blessing. No, you just got to continue instant in season and out of season. You got to keep one foot in front of the other. Keep moving. Keep doing what's right in order for your life to be blessed. You can't get the blessing doing curses. You can't do, get the blessing sowing bad seed. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible says if your right hand offend them, cut it off. It's better for you to go to heaven lame than to go to hell with both arms. What is he saying? Go man yourself? No, you have to have control. Hallelujah. So when you first when your first steps being a Christian is getting born again. Are you comfortable not being born again? Red signs, red flags. Are you comfortable one day not being saved? I'm here to tell you we should be living on our edge of our seat. I don't want one day to go by without being born again. I don't want one day to go by sinning. Hallelujah. Amen. We get the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us into all truth. The Spirit of truth will lead us and guide us into all truth. Right. And the more you read the Word of God, Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. What am I saying? I'm saying it starts in this early stages of getting born again. There will be no growth next year without being filled with the Holy Ghost. There will be no strength without the Holy Ghost. There will be no power Without the Holy Ghost, I need to be born of the Spirit. Well, in God's timing, when is God's timing? If the Lord comes back today, it's God's timing that you get it right now. If if you're going to get killed in a car wreck, when you leave this building, it's God's timing that you receive the Holy Ghost right now and get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Tomorrow could not come. Hallelujah. So, you have a born-again experience. How do you know a baby's being born? What happens if the baby don't make any noise? Right. Amen. When you get born again, you're going to know you know. I mean, you might not be like, ah! but you're going to know you got the Holy Ghost. Right. You're going to know it. You, you, you could shake my hand, and you ain't going to get the power like you get the Holy Ghost. You could shake, you, you could get some dude with bad breath could come up off the platform, blow all over you, and that ain't nothing compared to the Holy Ghost. Right. Hashtag Benny Hinn. <laughs> Some dude. Anyways. <laughs> so it comes up. When you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to know. And all of a sudden, now you're, you've got Jesus on the outside trying to work within. But when you have Jesus on the inside working around you, it's a whole different ballgame. Now everything seems to be falling into place. And man, the Lord's already in tomorrow. And He's already in my past. He's already on the left and the right. Bible says this. Once you're born again, okay, Hebrews 5, verse 12, for when 
For the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such and have need of milk, and not of strong meat. Strong meat. For every one that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. When you get when you come in, the first thing you do is you start figuring God out. What does God want? What does God have you with? A lot of people take the church as a buffet. I'm going to pick and choose what's inside the Bible, what I want and what I don't want. That's a bad attitude. To just, I'm going to choose. And if the Bible says that I don't want that part of the Bible. The rich man walked away sorrowful. He could have been the next disciple. Disciple Judas betrayed Jesus. He got, he committed suicide. And then... This rich man, the Lord said, sell all you have and, and give it to the poor. And you know what he did? He, he walked away sorrowfully. There's things in the Bible that we look at and we're like, you know what? I'll go all the way, but I won't go that far. And it's not even a control issue because me personally, I want to see everybody saved. I'm not one to go in somebody's house. I, I've had calls. Can you please go through my house and see what's right and wrong? No, you need a Holy Ghost. You need the Lord to get into your spirit. And when the Lord talks to you because if I get killed in a car wreck, you're going to go back to those things that the pastor said, get out of your life. But you get a relationship with Jesus, you're not going to be listening to those things that are cussing and those perversion and the nudity flicks. You're not going to because what would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't sit right next to you. Hallelujah! What does that mean? That means I've been born again. Rock my baby. This church would be a very nutritious Nutrition, uh, help me out. It's nutrition. Nutrition. Nutrient. 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 Church. This church Nutrient. should be, Nutrient. huh? Nutrient. Neutraline. <laughs> Let's say it like this the church should be a good mother. <laughs> that when somebody comes into the church, and they receive the Holy Ghost and they baptize in Jesus' name. They come up and they don't know tarot cards are wrong. You are going to say, hey, honey, I love you. I'm praying for you. But you know what? We don't do that magic in this house. We got the real power. Do what you want. But I encourage you, get away from the tarot cards because Jesus loves you. What does that mean? I just gave, I put a little bit of cereal in the milk. Amen? I put a little bit of protein in the milk so that we got to grow. If you're not growing, you're, 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 you're going backwards. You're, you're staying the same. We need to move on. We have to have a discernment of good and evil. We're living in a day where they're coming up with new stuff and it's nowhere found in the Bible. Stuff that's coming out nowadays, it's nowhere found in the Bible. And so now we got to go, is this good or evil? Will the Bible say, discern both good and evil? Well, I can't discern it. Why? Because you haven't been born again of the Spirit. You haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus. When you have that combination, you're born again. He that believeth, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believe in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's to the born again. You get born again, you believe in the Lord and save your soul. 
you know, I don't have to go to water. Thank God I'd be going to water a lot. I don't have to go to water all the time when I mess up. Praise the Lord. We're not having a baptism every day. All right, you sinners, come with me. I'm going to get baptized first, and everybody get baptized with me. Hallelujah. We don't have to do that. Why? Because once you get baptized, there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Now, because there's one baptism, there's an action. There's a there's, It's not a category. It's an action. Being baptized the Bible way, you're going to get baptized like they got it in the book of Acts. Nobody was baptized in Romans. Nobody was baptized in Corinthians. Nobody was baptized in the book of Revelations. They were only baptized in the book of Acts. Why? Because it's the Acts of the Apostles. Somebody called me and said, I'm looking for a church. Where do I go? Who would have thought I would have said, come to my church? Who thought well, it was my saying? Nobody? You're right. You know me better than I do. You know what I told them? I said, go to the book of Acts. You go to the book of Acts, you're going to find the right church. Baptize like they do. Get the Holy Ghost like they do. Live like they do. Walk like they do. Find miracle working. Find a move of God. Milk of the Word of God. But when we have patience with one another, there's going to be people coming in that's not going to know that the book of Job is, the, is not the book of Job. It's not the book of working. Some people heard that. They're going to know that the book of Job, the book of Psalms is not the book of Palms. They're not going to know that. They're not going to know that. Man, I had one lady that, I don't think anybody here met this lady. She'd come in. And I said, man, don't forgive. I can't forgive your sin. Sin, And she goes, what? You can't forgive my sin? Nope. What's the Bible say? Who can forgive sin except they be equal with God? That's your guys' verses. You guys contest me? Contest me. What does it say? Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I love Bible quizzers. They just keep you on your toes. So, who, nobody, Bible even says, don't call a man a father. And pastor's pushing it. Okay? We call pastor because this is, the, if you want some help, you go to this guy. If you, want, if you need to talk to somebody, you go to this guy. It kind of separates. But I'm just no different than anybody here in the church. When it's all down to it, I would love to sit and view. I, I'm a strong second man. <laughs> I'm comfortable backing somebody up. If somebody says, I'm, I'm called to preach and I want to preach tonight, you better believe I'm very comfortable going, hey man, woo, preach it. If somebody wants to lead something, I'm very comfortable following. That's, that's my comfort zone. Praise the Lord. So we got a baby. We got babies being born. It, it, what would happen if the first day that baby's born, that they're not even talking? Baby just got born one day old, and we're getting mad because the baby's not talking like it's supposed to. God, that's not our language. What are you talking language like that for? It takes a process. Salvation is a process. The baby don't know good, don't know good from evil. It needs to be taught. Who teaches a baby to lie? Not me. Who teaches a baby to steal? Environment. They were born in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. So what do they do? They come in. Hey, I'll say it like this. They could be even a part of a good environment and they still got this because it's in their DNA. It's in their makeup from the fall of mankind. They'll go up. I'll take that piece of gum. 
Well, I'm, I'm living it up, man. I got a, I got all this stuff. This is all free to me. And then they walk out, and then mom's like, where do you get all that from? Well, you know, store. You're not supposed to have it. Do you pay for that? No, I didn't. I need to pay for it. It's, it's taught. It's taught. That's what we're going to have a discipleship class that brings this out. If it's evil, who wants to know it? And by the raising of hands, if it's evil, who wants to know it? Okay, so obviously there's stuff in the Bible that I don't know is evil and I need to figure it out. There's stuff coming out nowadays that we collectively never heard of it before. Let's, let's go extreme. This is way extreme, but methamphetamine, nobody's, it's not in the Word of God. Okay, what else is not in the Word of God? It doesn't even say TV. It doesn't say radio. Doesn't say weed. Doesn't say THC brownies. Right? What, what else? What else? Just. It doesn't say uh, internet. Cars not in there. Cars is not in there. Well, they were all in one accord. <laughs> but that's not a car, not the Honda Accord. What, there, there's so much that's. So, Bible says that when you are growing, when you get the Holy Ghost, and this is where we have, we have to. Because this is how we're going to grow and we're going to blow out of these walls. Is if we have patience with people coming in. Is they're not going to know that the Bible says that they're all in one accord. They're all in one accord. No, I'm just joking. But they're not going to know. That, so the principle. Where's the principle found out in the Bible? It doesn't say anything about Budweiser. It doesn't say anything about Jack Daniels. But the Bible does say don't drink the wine when it is red. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary is like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The principle's there to stay sober. Don't get drunk. Don't get sedated. Don't get your mind altered. The Bible says don't drink wine when it is red, but uh, wine is a walk mocker, wine is raging. You could say meth is a mocker. You could say bath salts is a mocker. They would normally do that. They wouldn't normally walk that way. They wouldn't normally rip their clothes off and, and, and go and claw somebody's face. They wouldn't normally jump on somebody and eat their face. Why? Because this is spiritual. And I'm not talking uh, drug and alcohol classes here, but we just went there, didn't we? That's just a, a type. There's stuff coming on. The Bible says there's inventors of evil things. They're coming up. So I need discernment. What about you? I need God to give me discernment. Give me wisdom about evil. Give me a revelation. If you try to do this book knowledge without the Holy Ghost, you're going to be a stinking lawyer. Let's say it like this. Because what eventually, the Old Testament. Isaiah, come here. Don't roll your eyes at me. I know where you live. <laughs> There's a club right here. The law would thump him whenever he, oh, you lied? Oh, you're going to commit adultery? You're dead. Get stoned. I wasn't going to really hit you. Come on. The law would chase him. You get caught up and the elders see you. You're now getting chased and corrected by the law. But when Jesus came, he fulfilled the law. So what is now? We're now. The law was God manifest Himself in the flesh. The Lord was made flesh. And now we're pursuing the law. So instead of getting chased by the law, one day judgment will come. But that's not judgment right now. We're in the dispensation of grace. 
And right now we're chasing after the law. In Him we breathe, and in Him we move, and in Him we have our being. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not. We're constantly searching the Scriptures daily. We're searching the Bible daily. We're trying to figure out how and what we can do to get closer to God. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to beat you up. And because we're no longer doing that, when it's easy. It's an easy life reading the Word of God and having the Holy Ghost. It's easier reading the Word of God and having the Holy Ghost. It makes more sense having the Holy Ghost and reading the Word of God. Praise the Lord. You have a little baby. And what, what, what happens? you got to give it cow's milk. The baby just was born. you got to give it cow's milk. We did foster to, to adopt. Thank God we adopted two beautiful kids. But we had one baby in our home that came into our house. How do you say it? Malnutritioned? And the baby only had uh, cow's milk to survive on coming out of mom's womb. And when we gave the baby formula, it was a beast. All the teeth dropped at once. This baby that was stunted in growth has now turned and started to grow like it's supposed to grow. How many churches do you know? And I'm going to say this amongst our own apostolic churches, that they've only been fed milk. And they've only been fed like a cow's milk preaching. And they haven't got any meat from the Word of God. They haven't got any protein. They haven't got any formula from the Word of God. And all they do is they're, they're stunted in growth. Don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge because it's the pastor's fault that they, he's not preaching full gospel and full truth. And when they come up to you and go, why, why is your skirt so long? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Don't judge because their preacher's not preaching it. They're not understanding it because they, they're malnutritioned and they're babies. The newborn babies not having any sincere meat of, meat of the Word of God. If it's in there, preach it. If there's in there, I want it. If it's in there, I want I wanted it to hide it in my heart. Where does it show it? I was constantly, when I first got in church, I had a, my pants was bagged past my knees. Don't judge me. I had a bat, big No Limit Soldier necklace on. Okay, I had a pack of smokes in my pocket and something else in my other pocket I'm going to talk about. I got into the church, and then the Lord healed me in the middle of my rebellion. And I was, I was wondering, I said, if God can heal me in my rebellion, I'm going to figure this God out. And you know what? Umpteen years later, I'm still figuring Him out. And He's still blowing my mind. His grace is still blowing my mind. What would happen if I was still the same person and there was no growth from the time that I got into the church till right now? My, my spiritual well-being is stunted. Right. I'm thankful we preach the full Word of God in this house. Without fear, without favor. Amen? Amen. Preach it to me the way it says it. Preach it to me the way it is. When I got into church, I didn't even know going to church. I needed to go to church. And so I went up to the preacher and I said, where in the Bible does it say I need to go to church? And he preached a whole hour on it. And I grabbed that whole hour and I, I listened to it over and over and over. Baptism in Jesus' name. I never got the revelation growing up in an apostolic church until he preached it. And I was like, that's what it says. And all of a sudden, I started grabbing more Scripture, more Scripture. Scripture's interpreted off of Scripture. 
So I bring Scripture, and I bring Scripture. Yeah, this is exactly what it says. There's one name I'm only baptized in. And you know what? I got so excited about this. I went to go play basketball down at the park, and I turned up that Acts 2.38 message, and I turned it up as loud as I could, and all my friends were going up going, man, that guy knows how to preach. That guy does pretty good. I said, yeah, he's my pastor. He preaches, and he did a good job. And I tell you what, we played basketball and had a good time. There's people, even under the sound of my voice, that says, you know what, I like what's going on here, but there's some things I'm not going to go that far with. Even though it's Bible, I'm not going to go that far with. You have slowed your spiritual growth down. I don't know about you, but I want to get I want my cup running over. I want my I want to be endued with power from on high. I want to be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of having these thoughts go through my head. I'm tired of having perversion attack me. I'm tired of having, I'm tired of being weak. Where do I get strong? Because only thing we could feed somebody that hasn't been born again is the milk. The formula. But when somebody gets to be born again, guess what happens? I'm hungry for that. Eventually they're going to say, I'm hungry for that steak. I want protein. I want the real milk. The Bible says, But strong meat belong to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on into perfection. This is the message that I'm preaching. We need to go on from the book of Acts. We need to go on into perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Not saying, Jesus, please forgive me, and then sin. Jesus, please forgive me, and then go back to sin. Jesus, please forgive me, and go back to sin. A lot of people use the church as to clear their conscience so that they can keep sinning. There has to be deliverance in the house of God. There has to be healing in the house of God. There has to be miracles in the house of God. I feel comfortable going to worship tabernacle to keep sinning. That's bad. Can I shoot a flare up in the air? If I had a flare, I would shoot one right now. Right up in the air. Ship is going down. Amen. Eventually, I want to put those searchlights out front for advertisement. And when you talk to somebody and say, you want to come to church? Where's the church at? Just follow the light. Oh, that light. The church has got the light going all the time. We're going to get there. If I shoot the flare up, it's right dead. It's, you know what? I am moved. The Bible says they were pricked in their heart. They said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And he, he says you need to repent of your sins. Acts 2.30, get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. You know how many people took that word and did something about it? 3,000 people were added to the church that very same day. So let's go on. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of the faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism and the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and the eternal judgment. You're stuck right there. You're stuck in baptism. You're stuck in the resurrection from the dead. You're stuck in on the laying of hands. You haven't moved on. You're stuck in, in dead works. There's no... There's re- you say you're sorry, and then, but your works deny me. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Amen? So there has to be movement. There has to be growth. And how do you get growth? You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Right. 
And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible. Understanding that. You, this right here kills a lot of people's faith. You, you, you have to understand where I'm coming from in this message. Because you could have the Holy Ghost and you could still have not a repented heart. And then this scripture comes in. It is impossible for those that once been enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Understanding what this is. This ain't a sinner's prayer. This ain't a shake a preacher's hand. If you had the Holy Ghost, speaking with tongues, if you have that Holy Ghost and have tasted of the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they had fall away to renew them, Again unto repentance, seeing they have crucified the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. It's impossible if you don't have a right heart to get right with God. It's impossible if you're not humble. It's impossible for you. The Bible says, humble yourselves therefore in the sight of God. Resist the devil and he will flee. It's impossible to receive the Holy Ghost without being humble. It's impossible to receive the Holy Ghost without being repented. Hallelujah. It's awesome to see somebody that runs up to the altar and say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins and raise their hands and start speaking with tongues. And you have this other person comes up and says, God, please forgive me my sins. And then they sit there and they pray for hours on hours on hours. And it's real interesting because you got one person that really, truly took the world and did a football kick right out the stadium. And said, I don't care what I have to do. If the Word of God says it, that's what I'm going to do. And you have this other person saying, I'm not ready to sell out, but I'm willing to pray for it. And they pray and they pray and they pray. And eventually, maybe a week, two weeks, a year goes down, and they finally get the Holy Ghost compared to the person that says, I'm willing to do it all right now. Hallelujah. I've seen it happen. I've seen people come in. There's no barriers. There's no barriers. If there's a barrier, they destroy it. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word of God. What good's a church service if we're not challenged? I can give you candy cane religion, cotton candy religion. I could give that to you real quick. And I could just preach faith, and I could just preach love, and I could just preach reaching out to the lost. And then in the end, people's going to come, and there's going to be no growth. Nobody's going to eat any meat. Nobody's going to get any stronger. And we're going to still say it the same way. I don't want to feel still be the same way a year from now. The world's filled up with hypocrites. I don't want to be that person. The world's filled up with people that is willing to say, don't do as I do, do as I say. I don't want to be that person. God, deliver me from that spirit. Deliver me from that lax, lukewarm spirit. I want to be changed every single day. Am I thinking right? Am I sounding right? Am I, I need, and it's really cool when you have couples. Now this is what's cool about couples being together because now, if I say, you better believe, if I say a cuss word in this house, my wife's shoes coming across the counter. Coming across the hole. <laughs> and because we're, we watch out for each other. Watch out for her, she watch out for me. And we're diving in the word of God. Read your Bible, pray. We're wanting to grow. We want to be stronger a year from now. We want to be stronger two years from now. We want to be not only stronger in the word of God and in the presence of the Lord, but amongst one another. We want to be strong more unified take away my encouragement to couples it, do you have secrets to hide why am I going here probably because God wants me to go here so we're here secrets don't make friends if there's a secret you need to destroy the secret you need to shed light on darkness and darkness has to run or hide 
before you get married, before you decide to, to tie the knot, before you make a commitment, you have to get all secrets out in the open. There shouldn't be darkness in a relationship. You can have my phone, you can have my emails, you can have all my passwords. I have nothing to hide. And you shouldn't be worried about me. Hallelujah. Praise God, glory to God, hallelujah, amen. That's how Brother Urson said that. Praise God. Whenever he said something nobody liked, he said, Praise God, glory to God, hallelujah, amen. Well, we got my bank account, and she's got her bank account. No, the Bible says you two become. Praise the Lord. First God, family, church. Somebody was telling me and said that we're having problems in my home because of the truth. I said, don't burn your, don't, don't ruin your friendship with your family, your mom and dad. Don't do that. You could obey the truth, but you don't have to burn those relationships. You don't have to push and push and push until you guys are no longer wanting to hang around each other. Don't do that. Don't ruin your relationship with your family. You're, you only get your family one time. The devil don't like this because the devil wants this church filled up with broken homes. The devil don't want me preaching about love and preaching about charity and preaching about the church should be coming together. I know I just stepped on uh, a landmine. Might as well go on with it. Because we're going to have marriage, uh, marriage counseling. There is marriage counseling, but we're going to have marriage seminars. We're going to have marriage things, couple things. We're all going to Chicago. We'll all go hang out as couples. Eventually, this church, you guys are like, well, we haven't seen very much of anything. COVID kind of kicked us in the backside, but stopped us from doing a lot of what we want to do. But we're, we're coming out of COVID. And we're going to have a lot of other things. And we're going to have a singles conference for those that are, are feeling lonely and, and looking there's going to be times to go to church events, and, but the church should be filled up with strong families. That way, your kids should be able to go, look at that example, and look at that example, and look at that example. They looked, they went through all kinds of fights. I remember one time I walked in, and Grandma had, I seen flying saucers, literally, and it was little, little ashtrays getting thrown across the hole, those little antique ones. <clears throat> But they still were together until he died. They've been through all kinds of stuff, but they still loved each other. They still cared about each other. And they still tried with their relationship. And man, their relationship seemed like it was growing stronger and stronger and stronger. I believe if you're 80 years old and you're still married and your your spouse is still together, you guys should be stronger than you were 20 years ago, than you were 10 years ago, than you were on your honeymoon. Where does that, how do you do that? You build trust. Trust Trust, trust. So, I'm almost done. It's about time to eat. I got 15 minutes before I wrap this up. I can wrap it up sooner. When a child is born, born again, the mother needs to be patient with the child. So I'm going to say it like this. You guys need to be patient with everybody that walks through these doors. Whether they're Satanists, whether they're witch from witchcraft, 
whether they're from false doctrine, no matter. And we need to be patient with them because eventually, if they still believe, if they still go after the Word of God, they're going to get stronger. If they get born again of the water and the Spirit, they're going to grow awesome. And after they come to church, I encourage you. When was the last time we made a commitment to pray? Can I encourage you to pray an hour a day? How do I do that? You can split it up 15 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in uh, at noontime after you eat, and then 15 minutes at night. Pray. What are we in this for? What are we doing this for? What are we going to church for? It's for a closer relationship with Jesus. How do you get a close relationship with Jesus? It's the same way you get a close relationship with your spouse. You talk. You talk. And and, and when you talk to God, you better give Him space and He'll talk to you back. It's in a still, small voice. You might go down the road, see a billboard, and the Lord talk to you through the billboard. You might turn on Holy Ghost Radio and the Lord will speak to you through a message on Holy Ghost Radio. Maybe Christian music. You might turn on Christian music and all of a sudden that word just goes right to you. God will speak to you. You have to have faith that God will speak back. If you don't have faith that God will speak back, then He will not speak back. He don't honor doubt. He honors faith. Relationship with God. When you get a relationship with God, you start growing. 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 Remember, my mom, the Lord dealt with something about my mom, and my mom walks in. Nobody ever talked to her about one this one certain issue. The Lord never... Nobody ever talked to her except the Lord. And because the Lord talked to her about that certain thing, the church she was going to compromised. All right? And then that thing that the Lord talked to her about, hey, you're against the Word of God. The Bible says this, and you're going against the Word of God. You know what happened? She went and found a church that still preached the same message they used to preach. Because it got into her soul. How did it? If the pastor dies and the pastor pounded it into that person, then when that pastor dies, that those will leave. Those biblical beliefs will leave. But when it's the Holy Ghost moving, I'm here to tell you, you'll grow. How many wants to grow? Can we all stand? Amen. We got food coming. We got... Plans on outreach all over the city. Our plan is to see to it that they get born again of the water and of the Spirit. They, don't, they can't even see the kingdom of God. Not even enter it. They won't even see it without the, being born again of the water and of the Spirit. So that's, our, that's the reason why we're opening our doors. Not just to show God's love, but what means more? Something that can feed the body till the next time it's to eat, time to eat. Or something that could fill your soul that could take you to heaven. That's what matters. We've got water. If somebody wants to get baptized in Jesus' name, somebody's been talking about, they want to make a a dedication and serve Jesus, let's bring them into the altar and let's ask ask to pray with them. And they can repent of their sins. They might get the Holy Ghost right away. Or they might get baptized in Jesus' name and get the Holy Ghost. One part in Scripture Somebody got baptized and then the Holy Ghost came afterwards. And in another part of Scripture, they got the Holy Ghost, then they got baptized. Regardless of however it happens, you have to be repented first. Amen? Hallelujah. Can we all pray right now in Jesus' name?
I want to open this altar in one moment, but I pray right now in the name of Jesus, whatever we're struggling with right now, God, let us not struggle with it any longer, Jesus. Whatever weaknesses we have right now, Lord, let them be strength tomorrow, Jesus. I pray, God, that you speak a word in our spirit right now in the name